Hello. Um, just a quick disclaimer before we uh, get going with the podcast today. Um, this episode contains some info about the second edition of the Ninth Age. Um, we've been playtesting the rules or the 2.0 rules uh, in our Amatime gaming group um, the last few weeks just to help the rules team in the process of uh, getting feedback. Um, the versions of the books that we've been using are not going to be what is released to the public on uh, in the next month or so. And so for this reason, please take what we say about the new rules with a pinch of salt because they're not exactly going to be um, what's released in the final versions. Um, this is the case with both the rule book and the army books. As I said, we get some of the rules wrong because they're new and we're new to them. And we haven't had time to actually read through the army books fully. So we probably interpret them slightly differently to how they should be played. Um, I know this, uh, for example, when we talk about the new Fury and Frenzy rules. And just off the top of my head, I know that we get the Plague Disciples rules slightly wrong when we uh, discuss them. Um, As I said, we miss things and the rules are a bit new to us. So we're not 100% uh, on them, but we, we have been using them a bit. Um, since recording the episode, I know that some changes have been made internally on these books and on the rules that we discuss. So, as I said, um, please just take the rules with a pinch of salt. They're not 100% as we say. Um, some things may change before the final edition hits. Um, I hope you enjoy the show anyway. And as usual, you can contact us at amatimedk at gmail.com if you have any questions. Thanks. Podcast like a motherfucker. And we're live. Welcome to an uh, episode of Amazon Podcast. Which one are we up to? <laughs> <laughs> I just pressed play and I was like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is episode something, one something. of the discussion. 20-something. Welcome. Uh, so, Henry P. Miller. Casimir the Sweet, apparently. Casimir the Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Jonas Bellum. And Patrick. You have to put in the song. You have to say say with a bit more like enthusiasm. Patrick? I'm not so enthusiastic right now. Maybe it's a combination. But Patrick, are you enthusiastic about 2.0? Yeah. Yeah. Am I furious that we don't have the rules yet? Yeah. So, um, today's episode is going to be a bit of a, a like a, off the, off the cuff kind of episode. I've had a long day of drinking. <laughs> um, so Casimir has arrived from Sweden yeah. and we, and Patrick is here. So we have a gaming day tomorrow with uh, another chap called Marcel. Yeah. He came one. to the tournament last weekend. Yeah. He fun. did, he did pretty, he did pretty well. It's another story ancient player. Yeah. And um, so we have a game day tomorrow. We're going to be playtesting the 2.0 rules for the playtesting team. Give them a bit of a hand. Um, I was actually in uh, Germany a couple of weeks back and I met the assistant head of playtesting that I think, I think he's called 
Archeron. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, you, uh, do you have access to the to the playtesting data? I was like, yeah, yeah, like with the Night Scroll, I get access to it. He's like, well, why don't you just play 2.0 and, <laughs> and then send feedback? So I was like, okay, that's a good idea. So then <laughs> so then, pretty much as soon as I got back from Germany, I was on work trip and then I came back. I was like, okay, guys, let's play 2.0 now. <laughs> I'm done with 1.3. Let's just play 2.0 and then we'll... And then so, so basically, the last two weeks, we've been playing 2.0. Like doing playtesting, and I've been sending like the feedback that we have to the playtesting team, and they've been like, like we've been talking about it. So we're we're kind of like semi content team now, semi playtesting team. And you guys have applied for playtesting team, right? Yeah, but they haven't uh, replied us back because we, in order to playtest it in the right way, we need all of us need access to the rules, so we don't have to meet on a Sunday. And read the rules for three hours and then play. Yeah, yeah. So we can be prepared. But let's see what they say. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get access to. Well, you guys will get access to the full the full rules in a few days, and uh, we can play. We can play fully. Yeah. So today's episode, um, the idea is that we're gonna just talk about through some of the two point spoilers that we've heard, and then um, the what's been spoiled so far mostly has been the magic phase, and some units and some units. So. Arms. I think we're gonna we're gonna talk to Jonas and Casimir about the magic phase and how it works, and kind of go through some some of our like initial thoughts about the magic phase. Yeah, and then we can give you guys a, a full kind of rundown of how we think it's going, like the differences and the changes, and some of the interesting new things that are kind of coming for the new magic phase. So first up, spoilers. So. Out of all the spoilers, what do you think is the most interesting spoiler or the most cool thing you've seen so far for your army? Go. Um, I think for me, I think it's very interesting to see how. I think it's very interesting to see how they are going to to redo the the, the screaming bell. I think that's screaming bell. What's it called uh, now? Uh, what's it? The, drink. The drink. Drink. Bell. <laughs> drink. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Mm. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how how it's going to, going to be playing out, because I have some concerns. But, uh, but still, <laughs> to put it mildly, <laughs> I have some concerns. But uh, but I still think it's nice that they are redoing it uh, because it's very uh, uh, iconic model for for the army. So what what's the new rules for the doom bell? Well, uh, the big thing uh, is is sounding the bell. The 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 way that the the actual bell works when where you have the option to give your opponents minus uh, weapon skill yeah. uh, the offensive and defensive but like how, how can that actually does that does that make a big difference um i remember back in uh, back in something like uh, 0.9 back when the uh, plague monks uh, gave your opponent a minus one weapon skill that was a very big difference especially in the in the narrow matchups mm. something like uh, ogre bosses against the uh, against the uh, Plague monks. Have, have you have you seen if the um, plague monks are, are still giving like minus one defensive skill, offensive skill? I haven't seen that much of this because I haven't been uh, spoiled as much as you have. But, yeah. uh, uh, so I think there's there's definitely some some good stuff here that can be worked around, especially because you can build up the the minus to your opponent's yeah, yeah. weapon skill. I think. That's and can you do you do you know if you still have access to witchcraft? Because uh, witchcraft uh, spells have minus offensive skill. I have no clue because I haven't seen all the new spells and stuff. So yeah. that's why I, I'm I'm excited, uh, but I'm gonna see how the synergies are going to work yeah. around with the army and and if you actually still have a strong combat block that can that 
you can really get a benefit of your opponents getting weaker. Yeah. Because right now, uh, with probably some, is it, some is heavy it nerfs on, uh, on monks and stuff, I is guess. It, is it minus a, one skill? Defen- is it offensive skill? Defensive both, skill? Both. Both, okay. Yeah. You can make it minus two by you know, risking the fates. It's like, uh-huh. I think it's something like you roll a dice and if it matches the turn number or something, the bell explodes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh-huh. you can't sound it anymore, but it still lives, right? Like, it's only the bell yeah, it's part. Only the, it's only the... Yeah. the so, so potentially, you could give, like, a weapon skill four unit, minus two defensive yeah, skill. Like, in that crucial turn. Yeah, in that, in that one turn that you really need it. But what you're looking for is a stable minus one on something. Yeah. Especially if you're running the the vermin guards and and if they still have uh, around the four uh, weapon skill uh, offensive weapon yeah. skill making them uh, hitting on hitting your opponents on on three offs instead of four offs i think that's going to yeah, be a good. very big, big difference maker so do you think now vermin guard with the new doombell will be like a thing or like something that's strong or do you think it's still like yeah uh, what i think uh, what i'm thinking about is having uh, the the doombell behind in a in a mage bunker and then I have then have a unit of vermin swarm in, in front, front of him, yeah. Okay. Because I still think the as it is right now, uh, I think the the doom bill is still a support piece that's gonna be staying in the back and probably. Yeah, but it still into... has high toughness and a ward save and can fight a little bit. No, it can't fight. It, it has three spend five attacks from right over. That's well. Okay. It's... But you get like the the three sixty degree line of sight from wizards yeah. and. Yeah. So it has some nice uh, stuff for your wizard. Yeah. But yeah. I think you're right. Like right. it, it, it may be actually better at the back and then giving this the kind of the twelve inch bubble yeah, buff. Exactly. But and I, I guess it's like yeah. the skip the Vermisone characters are always like. Supporting from the back, like yeah. <laughs> all, all the minions go in front and we stay back, drink the wine and uh, <laughs> dictate the, the, the way we fight. Yeah. Exactly. And then if things go wrong, we we flee at first sight. Yeah, but I think you so can it tell. Follows the the stories or the the theme of the army that you yeah, exactly. do stand in the back, buff, and then let the the, the guards do the fighting. Exactly. Uh, so we'll see how everything turns out. I'm looking forward to 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 work with some of the synergies and see how everything works out uh, when it comes to to actual playtesting. Yeah. Uh, when it when we get to when is it the the twelfth December? Or uh, I I, I, set. I couldn't I couldn't possibly give you an exact date. Okay. I like some, think that is the, December, the, December-ish. Like the latest I've heard is like maybe December before the New Year. Christmas. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be it's gonna be like maybe an early Christmas present. Nice. That's how it should be. So, Kasmir, um, what's your favorite spoiler so far? For me, I think it's uh, the hereditary spells. Yeah. Uh, for I mean, all the armies, but I play uh, Undying Dynasties, and uh, for me, it was uh, like the hereditary spell is actually an attribute which is cast uh, for every spell, uh, every uh, I guess buffing spell that you uh, that you cast. This in, is for Undying Dynasties. Yeah, right? exactly. In the, like um, as well as the normal attribute if you have one for that yeah. war. And it basically just makes you evoke or raise more dudes in the unit okay. you target. But it only targets one unit per spell, so you can't like buff everything, or you can't raise everything. So is it the unit that you cast a spell on, or yeah. is it just any unit? No, it's X? which you cast a spell on. Okay. But uh, I think the thing is that uh, compared to before, there was an item which made this happen, but okay. uh, now it's like if you cast an area spell, it only affects one of those units. Yeah, you and you have like a set of evocation value for each yeah, unit, for right? each unit. Yeah, that's the difference between the vampires and the uh, dynasties, that the dynasties have a set value, so you never need to roll any dice. You just know, like, if you raise skeletons, there's going to be like six dudes or something yeah. coming back. Okay, and um, 
I don't know if this has been spoiled yet, but dun, does the dun. Hierophant does the have to take invocation? Yeah, that, that's been spoiled. He doesn't have to. Okay. And that's, for me, that's the, the most important thing because uh, because I've been like dying to play any other uh, lore because in 1.3, I think I've actually never played anything else than invocation. And uh, I mean, that's mostly... I, it's possible, but it's mostly due to the fact that it's so... like. You have to take at least intensive. one wizard, and you have to take like evocation, yeah. so you may as well go master. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's but then like, you don't take a secondary yeah. wizard, so and you there, you yeah. have so many like bounce spells and stuff in the list as well, so you don't want to in- invest even more into magic to to make stuff happen. So, so that's why I, I've never done it, at least. So so now I get to actually try some lores, which yeah. is uh, really exciting. Paths, drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm making. <laughs> cool. So you you like the you like the new hered- hereditary spell? Yeah, but I feel, I like it for a lot of all other. Uh, races as well, like the Bourbon Swarm one seemed very interesting. Yeah, it's short range though, but uh, yeah. it looks good. Who cares when you're pushing up the bell, like yeah. right behind now, but uh, yeah, 2d6 right strength 5 is quite cool. Right behind your right behind your uh, Bourbon got a brick that's like uh, 10 guys deep, so it's... You're gonna ride them in horde. Your <laughs> Obviously you're gonna ride them in horde and just like mm, push forward. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, so Patrick, what's your favorite um, spoiler so far for the Saurian Ancients. For the Saurian, it must be the the new boots of speed. Boots of speed. I don't know what they're called. Is it the no? It's, you have Ranger's boots in the rulebook. Yeah, you but have it's Jaguar the, totem in yeah, the. Yeah, it's Saurian like Ancient the book. it's a, it's a remake of the very old charm of the Jaguar warrior. Yeah, I think it's called Jaguar totem maybe. It will, it's Some, a working progress like name, yeah, yeah. so I don't know if it it will end up like that. But it's really really nice. What does it do? It gives you plus four movement uh, and. And plus four march, right? Is it, it gives plus, you plus four advance or plus two advance? Four, wait, plus four, plus four advance and plus four march. Plus four to both? Yes. Wow. Four so you character? don't march that give, far, but you sw- still Does it give you swift strides as well? Yeah, I guess so. So you still have a long you have a long charge possibility. So what, what kind of uh, build can you do on this? Uh, we played one game. Yep. Where you were gracious enough to uh, tell me some rules. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we played a few things wrong. Two things wrong, but yeah. uh, we also played the um, the new Cayman Ancient with these uh, boots or Jaguar, Jaguar totem. totem, yeah, and some. So, that, also, so and that, he also so had a remake of the Dragon Scale Helm. So he basically had, but he he's born with a three plus armor save. Yeah, so now he had a two of armor save. Yeah, he's born with a movement six, so he was advance six and so, march twelve. Yeah, so he was advance ten, march sixteen. So that means he's ten plus. Swift. Three th- plus swift stride when he charges. Yeah, and sixteen inch march. Yes, and then you gave him the basalt plates from the rule book. Yeah, and that was a plus, plus one, one armor save and, and fireborn. So that gives him a two plus armor save with fireborn. Fireborn, and four, uh, four wounds, toughness five, high movement. I I think he was just with a, a halberd or polearm. I yeah, don't know ha- which halberd. Arm. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if they're calling it halberd or polearm. We'll yet, see. It's it the same. Th- same thing. Did so the, the Swift Strike change? No. Okay. But he was, uh, I think he was pretty good on the flank. He didn't do anything in the game. <laughs> but but the, the idea was cool. Yeah. And um, I can say from a lot of the other stuff they're changing, it feels like they're bringing some of the old builds back. Like the old builds you could do with your Warlord or the yeah. old builds you could do with your kind of your army. And I think it's a great feel. Even though uh, they cannot spoil everything. Because then they would have to reveal the whole army book because yeah, yeah. there's so many new magic items and I, I know they spoiled a few things, but they're bringing back a lot of the flavor that the army had some editions ago. Yeah. And it gives it um, power in a different way. So you want to bring maybe 
bigger blocks instead of five units of ten Star Wars warriors. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've, been seeing of, I've been seeing a lot of that though. Yeah, this so so many lists, which is like, uh. okay, how many units do you have in your army? I have. 37 units in my army. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, before before they, they made an army book that only really allowed you to play 10, 10, uh, 10 men. Ten sorors, yeah. Units 10 sorors. That was the most competitive build in anything else, just miles away from, yeah. from that in power so level. So now units are 15 sorors, uh, like minimum? Yeah, I didn't like the change in the beginning, but now when you see the rest of the book, you don't really need five units of 10 Star Wars Warriors. So I think it's a fine change yeah. to make the army look more proper. But again, it depends on what you mean proper because <laughs> it, is a, it is a jungle army. And if you run around in the jungle in big blocks, I don't think that will work. <laughs> the it, should be, it should be like small uh, scrimmage units running around. But like 15, uh, a difference of 10, 10 models and 15 models is not that big. It's still big enough so it won't be a chef unit anymore. Yeah, but that, I think that's a good thing because then you can't throw them away. Yeah, I, I think it's a fine change when you look at everything. I yeah. mean, what they've done, spoiling like one or two things, you cannot see the whole picture, so you get uh, angry or you get overexcited. <laughs> something that looks weak and something that looks very strong. And when you see the whole picture, it ends up pretty nice, actually. So you, you, you have, in, you've seen the whole Sorry Ninja book now, like pretty Yeah, much. I haven't read it in details, but I've no, seen But you've it. seen it all because we've been playtesting it. Yeah, so we needed to read the rules yeah, really yeah. quick. So without, without spoiling anything else, what's your overall opinion? I think it's uh, pretty nice. Yeah. It's uh, bringing back some flavor that the army had from previous editions. Yeah, I think that's a general thing that's coming into all the yeah. books. And I think it's nice because 1.3 was a little bit um, dull. Flavor, dull, yeah, flavorless. I think now you have so many more um, op options with the magic enchantments yeah. because the enchantments are getting um, cheaper and more flexible. And also not as powerful, but you can kind of combine stuff more yeah. So you can make your own thing instead of having to buy this because this is yeah. this is all powerful and the other options are too expensive yeah. to be worth it. To to give an example, um, enchanted items and talismans are now one category. With also with arcane items and it's called like trinkets. Mm. So so now the like the rule is that you can have two trinkets, which gives you a lot more options. So you can have let's say like a. A wand of power. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a bad example. Like, <laughs> you can have like a potion of swiftness and a potion of strength. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. But they're both different. They look like the potion of strength is a little bit different now. But like, can you uh, take uh, both in the same turn as well? Like, look, 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 look. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, if you want, like if, you want if you want to. So, so like, um, it's a little bit different now, and I think that's nice because it gives you more options, as you say. And they're bringing in a few more bounce spells, generic bounce spells yeah. from yeah, items, yeah, yeah. which is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna be using that a lot. I think. Yeah. I, I picked one, yeah. but I didn't use the whole game. <laughs> did you forget, or did you? I didn't have the, the, I didn't have the, the time. <laughs> you, ah, okay. you twenty nil your opponent, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but I, I also played the. Uh, Play with the rules that my units didn't have. Yeah. I played in a legal build on my mage, and <laughs> you know, so you know, hashtag playtesting. Yeah. As long as you both agree to the rules before the game, it's all fine. Yeah. Goes. And to be honest, uh, Oliver didn't have a chance to make his army pretty nice because we needed some, we needed one of his models to represent an, a unit in another army, so he had to change some stuff. And yeah. He, his army was just made. In five minutes, and I think my mine was made in fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> so that's three times as good, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, I, and I was really lucky. 
Yeah. Um, that helps. For, yeah. So for me, the like the biggest change, like there's been a lot of changes with high elves and silver elves. A lot of changes. High elves. Yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 but drink. Oh, fuck oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> elves and silver elves but um the big the biggest like overall character change or something like that it's a spear no it is it's a the silver longbow no so a silver longbow have now have you seen all the wine about the spear in high elves <sighs> uh high elves the, the the spear in high elves is worse than the spear in any other race because the high elves were already striking first and now they get initiative seven which just doesn't help anyone. <laughs> no, but the people are whining anyway. Yeah, seven is a cool number. But, but <laughs> it's it's more more an issue of like empire spinning because they're initiative three or initiative four, and now they're initiative five. So when you're charging, it like makes more of a difference. So yeah. so can you please uh, explain me the new spear rules? Okay, the new spear rules is. If you charging a unit with spears, the spears win automatically. Especially against King of Equity. Especially against King of Equity. Because the spear of the, the, the funniest the thing I've of seen. The tears from Knight of Equity, please. <laughs> Give you divine attacks. Yeah. So the the new spear rules is that when you charge a unit of spears, the unit of spears gains plus two agility, which is initiative. Mm-hmm. So that means like a elf unit would be initiative seven, or like a skaven unit with spears, like a clan rat. So they normally initiative four. Yeah. So, so they'd be initiative six. I think that's you're gonna see clan rats with spears now. Yeah, but the charging that's unit also gets plus one agility. So when you charge, you also gain plus one agility. Okay. So for example, let's say like a a unit of elves with spears mm. charges a unit of clan rats with spears. Mm. So the unit of clan rats they will get initiative six. But the elves will also have initiative six because yeah. they're five and then plus one initiative when they charge. Yeah. So the, the the unit of spears, when they receive a charge, they gain plus one armor penetration, which gives them plus two overall because spears always give plus one. Holy shit. That's, that's, that's insane. Big but I yeah. guess it's only in the front. Only in the front. Also, the agility is only in the front, right? Yeah, only in the front. So, so let's say the clan rats get charged by a unit of high elf spearmen. The high elf spearman will be initiative uh, agility six with plus one AP, but the clan rats or the rat at arms. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a long night. <laughs> the rat at arms will be agility six with plus two AP. Mm. Ignoring the silly armor of the spear elves. Yeah, exactly. Stupid elves. So that's that's the difference. So no more lethal strike against cavalry, no more lethal strike against chariots. So they're actually weaker against cavalry and people still whine. Yeah. So so basically yes. the things that got better are Saurian Ancients. <laughs> and yeah. Skaven. Yeah. And Empire. Well. Yeah. And so, skeletons. So elves elves got a massive elves got a massive debuff because usually they're striking first, mm. but now they're not, because when you charge you get plus one. Yeah. And when you receive a charge, you get plus two with spears. I, but, uh, I think what people forget is that there's very few units in the game who actually have spears. Yeah, yeah. And like everybody's whining so much, like the elves and the kings of Equitain, but I think some dude like made a list on the forum, and it turns out there's like around seven units or something. My, and my, all my problem, usually, my problem so. is like orcs and dwarves. Ah, and Sauron Ancients <laughs> because they they like in so, in one point three they suddenly appeared spears in these units like okay dwarves you can now have spears strength four with armor piercing but again 
uh, all of those three units have so low agility or initiative, so the amount of units where it will make a difference is also small. Yeah, it's very and small. Do orcs have two or yes, three? Two. I think they have two. two. Okay, let, let's and, say and like unit of orcs. Yeah. Unit of orcs have two. So so you go up to four, but yeah. it means that the let's say uh, the king. Uh, what is it called now? The Empire of Sunstar yeah. men with three charge. So they have four, both of yeah, them. Yeah, both have four. So it's they're not striking first. People are just striking at the same time. It's still a very good buff for the yeah. uh, unit receiving the charge, but it's not like almighty powerful like people are saying because it's still paying a huge premium for dwarves or or Saurian ancients compared to yeah. spearmen of the um, empire. Yeah, but my my problem is that orcs on the first round of combat get plus one strength, so you're gonna have orcs. With strength five, and AP four. Okay, so strength still. Uh, but you don't yeah. know. The, you don't know the point cost. Yeah. No, no, of course yeah, not. Maybe, maybe the cool. spear is gonna be five extra points per model. Yeah. I don't know. I hope so because otherwise it's gonna be retarded. But then you would have your orcs with bows and spears. I, yeah. I like. That. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no armor. No no Savage orcs with. Uh, <laughs> with but, uh, just armed to but, uh, What are they, what are they think, called? The, I think the, one of the new the rules. orcs. The savage orcs. Yeah. Fer- feral orcs. Feral orcs. With the, with the new, f- drink. With the new friendship rules. <laughs> downhill. But I think, I think I, the new rules for the orcs is that the maximum size can be 20 with bows. So you take more units. Yeah, but you can't have like one big block of 40. No, but you, you won't. You will have 20 because it's still chef units. It's still so fucking cheap. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but... It's a back chef to, back to fire to... AP2 and bows. <laughs> chef <laughs> 200 points here we go <laughs> back to the spears uh, I'm, I'm kind of considering like when you have a situation in which you have two blocks in front of each other that uh, if, if one block has spear that you don't want to charge <laughs> and the other one don't want to charge you so you're yeah. going to have a stalemate because you have the extra power when you are getting charged Yeah. Uh, so you kind of have units that are kind of focused on just moving up and just standing still it's not, new, not engaging new, but do, do you think that will ever happen? I don't know, but I, I just think it could be a situation. I think in a mirror match it will happen. Perhaps. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to strike last. Yeah, maybe. Especially or, elves. Or may- maybe you just charge him in the flank or something else if you yeah, outmaneuvered your opponent. Yeah. Maybe if you're. I, th- I think. I think re- realistically, like that, that kind of that kind of situation could happen like once but then the situation will change in the next turn and then we get some magic off but it will be the same if you had two exact same units in the game right now with the same initiative no no not not exactly because you still have um you can't get the extra armor you cannot get the extra armor piercing at the next initiative there's no ice there's no way. Let's go and get some more. Okay, I'll go get some more. Cucumber. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to have to deal with the... I think so, in, in conclusion, the spear thing is a good change. Like uh, Suddenly we'll see spears. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, I had a situation for a while where I was, like, uh, I used, I made a big unit of skeletons with spears because I thought it looked cool. And then the rules were so bad for spears, so I removed all the spears and put hand weapons on them. So I have a unit of hand weapons, and I wish they were spears. Oh, and so I have the same thing with my with my rattled arms, yeah. which I like. I, I have a lot of spear rattled arms, but uh, I didn't actually change them, even though I maybe should have to a hand weapon shield. And now I, it's actually good that there's a point. Yeah. So okay, let's let's just say hypothetically, Casper, 
Undyne Dynasty's player, are you going to go with Parry or Spears now? Uh, it depends. I'm going to go with Parry because I have that unit. But you don't know all the rules if, about if, Parry. If you could choose. If I could choose Spears, but I think I would have taken Spears in the last uh, iteration as well. Because the difference is that if you go with Parry if I'm dead, at least no, at least on the Dynasties, you're not putting any characters into that unit. You're just... Uh, yeah, you're it's, just it's having like a top it. And it's really good like that right now, yeah. so I, I, I don't mind it. But uh, I would like to have, you know, like if you have that 60 block of Spearman, and you put your Pharaoh in there, he gives them plus two weapon skill. And or yeah, offensive, yeah skill. offensive skill. I think both actually. Yeah. And then he gives them actually killing blow now as well, which has been spoiled. Lethal strike. Drink. Damn it! Why could you pour me some thing I, to drink? I, I give you. You can make yourself a drink. Oh, yeah. But I think spears will be more yeah. usable all round and not so insanely lethal against cavalry. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like a balancing thing as well. Like they didn't want it to be like. Crazy good against cavalry. They just wanted to be like good against cavalry, and yeah. that's that is what now it does. It's, now it's good. Yeah. Before it was like a rock paper scissors kind of thing, right? Yeah. So if you if you had a unit of spears and you got up against a unit of uh, of cavalry, then you just won basically. Yeah. yeah Not if you didn't roll any sixes though. <laughs> okay, but you have <laughs> extra. Been, if you're rolling sheep dice, it's fine. <laughs> been, been there, done, done that. Yeah, By the way, so the new sheep dice will be arriving in the next few weeks. Nice. I hope they're better than the last ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, my favorite spoiler, <laughs> 20 minutes later, is the new uh, Sylvan Bows. So, the new Sylvan Elves, instead of having like one arrow, different arrows, they, just, they all get the same Sylvan Bow. With like a javelin missile on it? <laughs> like D D6, strength 10 hits, AP6. Yeah, yeah, every single shot. Yeah. 20, po 20 points a model. Five points model, bro. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so the new Sylvan Boat is um, it's basically like the old Black Arrows, but every single Sylvan Elf gets the same rule. What was the Black Arrows? So the way it works is that at short range, 15 inches away, strength 4. Long range, AP 1, strength 3. So the but it, it was like that so before also. No, no, that was before, only, only the before, archers. Before they the had arrows. the arrows, they had that also. Did it? I, I so know. so when you say strength four now you mean strength four and AP one. AP one, yeah. Or maybe four, maybe it was back in in another game when it was called something else and it was like the sixth or seventh edition of that game they had kind of the same rule where you had strength yeah. four and short range. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But but now it's like so that makes like the Heath Riders with bows. That means that you can use them. Yeah, because move you up get short two, and then yeah. shoot with strength four. That's yeah. really nice. And like the Sentinels, they now have strength four or short range and poison attacks all the time. So decent. Yeah, decent. No. And then the Pathfinders, the same. So strength four, short range, and then plus two armor penetration or plus two to hit. So you take the armor penetration. Yeah, it depends on what you're shooting at, right? But they have uh, shooting... Five, they hit on two plus normally. Mm. So Sylvan Bow with 2+. plus. So I really, really like this change. It makes the units more valuable, especially the Heath Riders, because like now I'm thinking, like, okay, I need to buy some more Heath Riders because I need five, <laughs> five times three in my core. <laughs> and I only have seven models, so... You, I need smell, to... you smell the cheese that you went for? <laughs> I need to spend some money. <laughs> inside, of, inside of you, there's a small rat yeah. <laughs> waiting to come out. <laughs> It's been so long since I've seen uh, Sylvan Elves. Yeah, they they've been weak recently. Yeah. yeah, I still remember 
couple of tournaments back being totally picked apart by uh, all mounted soon enough list. It was very <laughs> fun. It was like a avoidance list. I had only infantry and uh, I didn't want to stay in the corner, so he wiped me off the table. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. Great game. <laughs> it was the last game of the tournament, so yeah, that's very nice. Just remember now they have strength four instead of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much better. I'm so happy. <laughs> also, I remember someone playing the 2.0 game with something like a really, really good bow. Yeah, yeah. So there's Rasmus like, was complaining a lot, like yeah, he was whining he, a lot about it. So basically, there's a, a magic magic bow that gives you shots as user. So if you have a Pathfinder Kindred, you get four shots, so you shoot four times. So you get four shots, basically, and then if it's short range, you get plus one to wound. If it's no, sorry, if it's short range, you get plus two to wound. Whoa. With strength four. With strength four, strength three. Okay. And if it's long range, you get plus one to wound. So let's say you're shooting with strength three against toughness eight sphinx. You get wounded on a Don't four plus. <laughs> you wounded on a four plus. What about armor penetration? AMP is one. Yeah, okay. The sphinx only has four but, plus save. Nobody cares. But because you're a pathfinder, you can get plus two AP, Obviously. or you can get plus two to hit. So it's basically plus. It's like basically AP three, with plus two to wound at short range. So it wounds at least on a four. Always on forward, a short range. Ignoring three points of armor. Yeah. So basically, it just it's kills nine, sphinxes. It's, like it, it just goes straight in by. Yeah, it's it's just, <laughs> but Casimir, it's twenty points. It's <laughs> points plus <laughs> points for the kindred. Ah, okay. So it's <laughs> points. Uh, that's so like it's like almost cheap, a four for sphinx. I, I have that than, tomorrow, so don't worry. So it's cheaper than a bow thrower and a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to pay for character <laughs> points. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. uh, see now, no. now it evens out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, a mobile boat for that has <laughs> in close combat. They can move and shoot. I can hide in units and shoot better. Okay, now I see it. Yeah, perfect. Like, like we 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 talked about it last weekend, and uh, we we kind of said, okay, it's really good, but because it's because it works at short range. It kind of puts you at risk. Like when I when yeah. I played Rasmus last uh, last week, we I kind of faced it off against the Chosen Chariot, which is movement six with Swift, with Swift Ride. So it was six plus nine because it was fifteen. So inches. you move up and you shoot him, and then you kill him on the stand shoot. So yeah, I I was like, <laughs> so I was like fifteen. I, I was fifteen inches. I, I, see, I was like I see the risk in this. Getting <laughs> shoot two times in a turn. I was like fifteen inches away. So I shot him, and I think I did one wound or something with all the pathfinders. Like I had eight pathfinders and my general mm. with the bow. So eight pathfinders and the general did one wound, and then like it was turn two, he charged. He failed his charge, and obviously I, st I stand and shot. I did another wound. Yes. So that was two wounds out of the five, and then uh, I moved again. I moved back, obviously, but fifteen inches again, and then I kill. I shot him again. Mm. I did another wound. Or maybe two wounds, and he had one wound left, and then he charged me again, and I stunned and shot, and I killed him. But at the same time, it's like it's a risk because it's fifteen inches, so that's a nine on swift stride. That's like fifty fifty. Mm. If he if he hits me, that's the whole unit dead. Now you just whack him with the great with your great. But weapon, he gets imp kind of he gets impact hits, and then he gets. And then you whack him with your great weapon. Then I whack him with my great weapon. <laughs> 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 So he's gonna kill one d six guys, and then yeah. you're gonna kill him. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
But also, I guess the unit and the but character it, is a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> points are... <laughs> points are something like that, yeah. so... So I think it, I think it's pretty balanced, but it's still it's good, but it's balanced. It's not it's, it's not that movies. bad. It's just fun to teach you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, are there any other changes to like uh, the core weapons, like uh, great weapons? Yeah. And, uh, all that. Uh... So no more flails. Yeah. Okay, they're out the window. No the more flails. The flail was really good in the chaos warlord. And on the plate decider. And the plate decider. The, 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 the plate decider. The plate decider. The plate decider. The they still have it. Okay. The drink for plague disciples. Yeah. Plague sense of <laughs> They're called plague disciples. Yeah. You got it right the first time. <laughs> but they, but they, they are, they're they're actually the only unit that has the flails. Yeah. Okay. But they actually got better because they don't get plus one to hit anymore. Okay. Yeah. But well, they, 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 they got a buff. They uh, were too all way too weak before. More buffs to those guys. I, I guess they lost <laughs> no, Yeah, they have no more monsters. And the frenzy also changed, so now they don't get plus one attack. Okay, what's what frenzy is now? Uh, if you roll a six, frenzy. So yeah, frenzy now, but like pretty much all the units that had frenzy now have frenzy and fury. So it's just, the frenzy is like the Fre- same. Yeah, way frenzy old, is old, like old, old all the negative stuff that happened with frenzy, like overrun, forced overrun, mm. and fury is every every roll of a six when you hit, you get another attack. Okay. Like the old born predator rule from Sarah. Yeah, Angels. exactly. Uh, does hatred still work the way the way it did before? Like yes. the Yes. Okay, but so, so I, I don't. Kept, so I they s- kept reroll as a mechanic. I, no. I'm actually no? not sure. What I don't, I don't know. I d- I'm not sure about the hatred. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure you still get it. Yeah. Because if you have uh, extra attacks on sixes and you have a lot of attacks and you get hatred yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. then you're probably gonna hit. Yeah. But, the, but they have two attacks each and only one from the supporting rank, so it's not as many as anymore. Yeah, of course. But yeah, potentially it could be. And, uh, they have uh, two attack each. Now? Yeah, I think so. But uh, most. Then they have the same amount of attacks. But- but, mo- but most um, frenzy units now have minus two defensive skill, okay. like huntsman, for example. And that's, they a, have, that's a spoiler. And they, then spoiler. they have um, a <laughs> hard time passing spoiler. the frenzy test. Yeah, and so the frenzy test now is like minus two discipline. Mm. That's good though. I mean, or like it makes it more interesting. Like it's, a lot of times it's minus two yeah. to every discipline test except Pretty, for break and break yeah. tests and fear tests and panic tests. So but I mean, that, that really makes it more interesting though because a lot of times you would see frenzied units which never really cared that they were frenzied yeah, like, but, you, but you now say like really... oh you have to take your test oh okay it doesn't matter thank yeah. you but like now it's like, wa- like wild, 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 hun- wild huntsman on a leadership 7 test I like that then just... <laughs> <laughs> let's charge that fucking eagle yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we'll, we'll see how that works I'm not sure if that's going to stay because I think it's really hard I think I maybe think it's I think it's, yeah. minus one would be backwards. maybe better just deploy them backwards <laughs> they're fast caps do, yeah. do like the do like the river dactyls just fly them forward backwards ass to ass to face <laughs> And then when you're ready to charge, you turn them around and then they charge because you cannot control them. I mean, they made they they, they gave the flying unit leadership five with frenzy, and you have to you have, you have to go outside and go like after the leadership bubble. How 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 are they really leadership five? Yeah, it's so stupid. And they have been they have been like that for many editions now. So people fly them up in front. Turn their ass to the enemy so they don't fancy <laughs> away. Then they, when they're ready to charge, they face the enemy and then yeah. they charge away because you, you have no way of stuffing them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're cold blooded, but no way they're staying back with you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, I, I hear that it's basically the same as with the with plague disciples. 
uh, sell leadership five, so they're probably going to be around leadership three uh, <laughs> on the charts. Uh, so this is not going to work. Yeah. We'll see. So, um, magic? Magic is better now. Yes, I, I think yet. so. So, Patrick, maybe you'd like to explain to Casimir and Jonas how the new magic works. So now you have to buy a new dice. Okay. <laughs> I, already, I already have an eight set of dice. I bought a dice. It was Way it was five kroner. Yeah, you have to buy a, a D eight, or you have to print out some new cards because there's going to be eight cards, and each card will decide how many dice you get in the magic phase. So you avoid having like the the twelve phase, and you avoid the double one phase. So now each phase is more reasonable for you and your opponent. Uh, the lowest is like a four and a four or a four and a five. But what, yeah. what differentiates the phases then? If they all kind of have similar you, dice? You get a number of dice and you and your opponent get the same number of dice, like four dice each. Yeah. And then you get some tokens and each token can be traded for... Uh, three tokens can be traded for an extra die when you have the um, magic phase where you cast spells. So depending on how many units you have in your army that can uh, generate tokens. Siphon tokens. Like, okay, siphon. I, I thought they said it was still chatting. Siphon is the new word. <laughs> they siphon tokens and you can have extra abilities that allows you to trade them in a different ratio or instead of 3 to 1. Maybe that's 2 to 1. And then you add your extra die just like that. Yeah. So so and you can save them for later phases. So in like in like a normal situation, you roll your D eight and then you get one of the cards and then both of you get the same number of power dice or dice. Magic dice. Magic dice. And then the active player gets a number of veil tokens according to what's on the card. So Maybe he gets seven. Seven or five or eight or four or whatever. And then the veil tokens get traded three for one. Yeah. So three veil tokens equals one magic dice. So if you and get seven so veil tokens, you trade it for you can trade them for two extra dice. So what you have one with token. That last token. You save yeah. it for later. So so you can also you also siphon dice. So siphon tokens. So every mage or every like in the old rules it was channel, but now it's called siphon. So let's say you have like an altar or something that will give you plus one siphon. So then you get two extra veil tokens if you have like a siphoning altar and a wizard. Yeah. So the wizard gives you plus one siphon. So if you have let's say seven veil tokens, and you have a wizard and then a siphoning item or a unit, then you get plus two veil tokens. Then you have nine, and you can trade these veil tokens for for magic dice yeah. three for one. So if you have nine veil tokens, you trade for three. Magic dice. Is there a limit to how many Veil tokens I can save? Yes. So you can maximum save three Veil tokens and you can maximum trade for four Magic Dice. Ah, okay. So you can maximum have four Magic Dice more than your opponent. Yeah. And you can trade for three and you can save three Veil tokens for the next turn. Okay. And there's some items that give you more Veil tokens and there's some like attributes or mechanics in the game that use veil tokens for other things okay okay uh, so so when do you have to make the trade is it in the at the, the, at the, the start of the magic phase okay okay so you so you can't save him until late and no, so no, no. used all his spell dice and so, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so pretty much you're like okay i've got we've both got five magic dice and i've got eight veil tokens so i'm gonna trade for two extra magic dice and i have one save for next turn Tuesday for next turn, but well, anyway. Yeah. Well, if, yeah, if you, sounds good. No, if you if you have eight, yeah, yeah. Tokens. If you have eight, then you have yeah. two safe next turn. Let's not try to do math now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a, a few beers and a few gins down. If you aren't later, <laughs> so but like something like silver elves, yeah. 
at the start of the magic phase, they can trade one Veil token for the tree singing, and the tree singing allows them to move the forest six inches. Okay. So any, like any forest, any forest within twenty four inches. Does uh, the stuff move with the forest or the forest? no? Can oh, you okay. dispel that? Oh no. Okay. So like that, that's like an example of using the veil tokens for other things other than magic dice. So it like, so it kind of differentiates the two differences. So there's other things that you can use the magic dice, the mag, the veil tokens for, and the magic dice for. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like the basics. Otherwise, it works exactly the same as before, yeah. except for the spells. Which are different. all the spells are ex no, yeah, but all the spells are like one point lower in the casting values. Okay. Because in, the, general. in general, yeah, some may might differ, but uh, but that's because you don't get plus to cast unless you are wizard master, then you get plus one. Yeah, okay. wizard master gives you plus one. Do you still get plus one to the spell bond spells? No. no. Do you still yeah, get bounce spells? Yes. Do you still oh. get do you, do you still <laughs> get plus to dispel spells? No. No. Okay, so plus bounce spells. Yes. But oh, you get one spells, to yeah. dispel bounce spells. Okay. But you get no like bonus it. to dispel of any kind, no matter who you are. That's interesting. Only for mass spells. That's very interesting. Yeah. So okay. if you have a master with a book, yeah. you get plus two to cast, and that's really it's a lot crazy, compared yeah. to plus nothing from yeah, the other yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we think that's really cheap. It's only. <laughs> Points for the well, maybe that's just what I'm gonna try tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. I, I think that's how it works. At least, like that's what yeah, I understand. I think it's really hard. Yes, yeah. and when you when you also uh, all but, the dice are, are more. But a wizard, a wizard master is really expensive. Yeah, but also gives you access to the good spells you want. Yeah. So yeah. all the dice are more equal, but if you have a lot of more, the spells are cheaper, so you only need three dice to cast a lot yeah. of them. When you're rolling three dice and you get plus two compared to plus nothing, the plus two is really a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so how about spells then? You said it was you got the spells you needed when you got Wizard Master. Okay. How, yeah. How does spell so selection the, work? Way, the way that the spell selection work, I I really really like this. I think you 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 like it as well, right? Yeah, because now you get you get all the spells you need. Yeah. Or you, so you know which spells you you, you know get. which spells you get. So if you're a Wizard Apprentice, you get spells number two and number three in the deck. And the the spells change the numbers. Yeah, so some oh. of the, some of them look like a little bit different to what they were before. How many spells is there in just? You, same, it's same, pretty much the same. Oh, okay. same pretty spells. much the same. Okay, so you get two and three, and yeah. possibly traits, whatever. Yeah. So stuff. I think there's two spells in the whole game that changed. Yeah, there's not many spells that changed. Oh, okay, okay, so it's, kind so of it's pretty much the same magic paths, like they're a little bit different, maybe a little different range, a little different casting cost, yeah, yeah. like some small tweaks, but in general they're all the same. Um, if you're a wizard apprentice, so like the basic level wizard, you get two spells, and that's two and three, and you can change either of these spells. I think for actually, your racial trait spell or your number one spell. This there are three levels of wizard now. It is also novice, but I'm not sure what. I that think is. it's apprentice, oh. adept, and master. Okay, so like the the medium level wizard, like the wizard that you get from your army book. I think the novices, they're like, like. Like, uh, wizard Probably. conclaves or something like yeah, that. Or perhaps engineers and stuff. Yeah, like things that. like that. Okay. Yeah. They, don't, they yeah. don't even get two spells, or they. No, I, I'm I'm not hundred percent sure okay, on this. So let's let's yeah. skip that for now. So so like the basic wizard that you get, like let's say like a you undying dynasties yeah, like wizard, the priest that you get, he will have number spell spell number two and number three, and um that is like fixed in the path that you choose or whichever yeah. path you choose, and you can trade the spell for either your trait racial trait spell which we like brushed over before, yeah. or the number one spell from your path. Okay. 
So you, you you can you know exactly what spells you're getting when you write the army list. So so question: There's lures now which paths, have drink. Uh, okay, I'm drinking after I finish my sentence. But uh, but there's paths which have these uh, like zero spells which you yep. could switch to in one point three. What happens with them? Could They're now the number one spell. Okay, so, but they did have the number one before. What happened to that spell? Maybe that spell is now disappeared. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, I think it's a trade for them. No. Let's just take an example like shamanism. The um, one of the spells has disappeared. I think it was the spell that was like the the spell pounding that you drumbeat. Get, yeah, the the pounding drumbeat is now disappeared. Okay. And the zero spell is now the number one spell. Okay. So so basically, there's not a, a situation where there's a lore where you have like a path drink. That's a really hard one. There's, there's where you have like three plus spells to trade for. Usually it's only two, like the hereditary. Yeah, you and you the, either trade for your hereditary yeah. spell, one of the spells. Yeah, racial trash round, or your number your number one spell. Yeah. And if you're a wizard master, it's different. So if you're wizard master, you get two, three, four, and five, and you trade one spell, either for one or six, or one spell for the trade spell. Okay. So this gives you much more so, freedom in so you your. So you still only trade one spell, but you have you can, to. You can choose. trade. You can trade two spells. Okay. You can trade one spell for one or six, mm, okay. and, and uh, one spell for the trade spell. This sounds like so a game show. You you will never have number one spell and number six spell. Yeah, you can either okay. have one or the other and your trade spell. Okay. But, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you can trade. You can choose this at the battle as well. So yeah. So basically, it gives you it gives you much more freedom in your list when you're choosing spells. So you can kind of plan your army more around the magic that you're choosing because you know exactly what spells you have access to. Yeah. So you're not going to make an army that depends a lot on one spell, summer grow. Yeah. And then you 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 try to take everything you need and you take five spells and you yeah. don't roll the spell. Yeah. Like <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> so now it's more easy to yeah. see what you get. So and also the magic phases are like more you get four or six dice, or you get five or eight, or something like that. You, yeah, don't, so you don't have 12, six, or one, one. So when you invest in magic, you actually get a return yeah. from it. Yeah. So if you're bringing two wizards, uh, let's say two of the medium range wizards, uh, the addict or whatever yeah. they're called. They will have the same spells. They have the same so spells. Okay, so you can, you can spam the same spell. More. No. You can only cast the same spell if it's a manifold spell. So yeah, like let's sorry. let's say for evocation, evocation of souls with the evocation um, so path. That's, the that's like the the vampire ray spell. Mm -hmm. You can cast this multiple times in the same phase, okay. but otherwise you can only cast the same spell once in the same phase. Okay, so no more spamming like no. uh, like we tried the other day where you had like three of the. Uh, the swarm of insects and be like I'll cast swarm of insects uh, okay, yeah. and, and, again. And, and, and no more warriors army would three times uh, break the spirit yeah, <laughs> but, but you, you can have the same spell multiple times yeah. you, just can't you can cast only them. cast it once okay so you can only but, succeed on casting it once yeah exactly but you, can you attempt several <laughs> so th this, this I think before in 1.3 you had kind of this weird like s this weird kind of equilibrium between having Okay, I'm going to take a Master Wizard with all the spells and do really well. Or I'm going to take lots of really shit wizards with the trait spell and just try and get the trait spell through all the time. But now you can kind of have like the medium level wizard and try and get the one spell through that you want to cast and maybe some other ones. So it kind of gives you more incentive to take like an, let's call it an apprentice, uh, an apprentice wizard. 
like the low level wizards, you can take two of them and then it will still be good. I just but, like the idea of having a, a wizard master who's who actually can cast stronger and better spells than than an adept like, yeah, from, yeah, a, from a from a fluff perspective. Well, yeah. now you have that, and also yeah. the wizard master is really powerful with a potential plus two to cast. Yeah. Which is huge yeah. compared to plus nothing. I think the best thing about this change is that you don't have to take number six spell, which means that you don't have to take haste hour when you play evocation. Uh, may, I, I maybe that won't be the number six spell anymore. Hopefully it disappears. <laughs> it's not number it's six spell. Still because there. It's the worst spell in the whole game. It's, it's so still, bad. It's still there. And it's not bad. It's just okay. very situational. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very situational. But, yeah. but that's kind of a good thing uh, because you can, come to the, the, you can come to the battle and be like, okay, haste the hour. That is like what Rich remind me. That's like every model in the unit it takes. No, no, it's three models in the unit gets a, <laughs> gets a hit, but it's the range is so 18. so short. Before at least, I don't yeah. Know. Uh, and the so, casting value so, is so high. So let's just say so you are really really at risk if you want to. So use let, let's say you come to the battle and you're like, okay, hasten the hour. That's like a, a kind of like anti death star spell. Let's say. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> let, let's let's just let's just call it like an anti death star yeah. spell. But it's not. It's so not. So you come it's to just shit. Okay. Like okay. No, let, no hypothetically, <laughs> let's just say it's an anti-death star spell because it's like okay, I can target three characters in the unit. Let's just say. So you come to the battle and you're like, okay, he has a death star, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this spell because it's good against death stars. Ooh. Well, then then you're playing a tournament like it's the next game and it has no death stars, and then you can instead of taking the six spell, you can trade for the one spell. And then and then one game where he has a death star would. Three characters in, and you still try to cast it, and you, you realize it was a trap option. It was a trap still. If you compare this to 1.3, in my last like eight games, I've taken level four on vacation. I rolled haste an hour every game. Every game, I have never cast a spell a single time. I've actually tried to cast it once in a tournament, but I didn't meet the casting value. <laughs> but it's so bad, and I tried to but, make the invocation but, work. But my, my, my point is that you can choose when you get to the game, yeah, rather which is than really good. yeah, which is really nice. So you say, okay, this spell isn't going to work for me, so I'm going to trade for the other spell, yeah, or not trade if you if you think the spell that you have is yeah. good anyway. I think it's a, a lot better system. Yeah. Now it's more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't invest uh, 1,200 points in magic and end up with no dice one yeah. face. But, yeah. but I also like the fact that the siphoning is a like a sure thing compared to yeah. the channeling thing. Yeah. Is a, that you know that, okay, I pay this amount of points for these wizards, so I know if I have free siphoning or whatever, I'm going to get one more dice every turn, yeah. no matter what. It's also frustrating if you pay a lot of points and you maybe you channel on a 4-up. Then your opponent channels on six, yeah. and he channels double the amount of dice through, throughout the game with you. Yeah. Like, uh. Uh. <laughs> so an another change to the magic rules is that uh, bounce spells are also cast now. And the miscast <gasps> is different. Okay, tell me more about this. <gasps> this so, sounds super cool. So bounce spells, instead of rolling for it, you just you just discard dice. So if you want to just if you want to cast a bounce spell, usually bounce spells are like two levels. Let's okay. say usually. It's like the four and eight or four and nine. That's what we've seen so far in the in the rules. So if you you can cast it at two levels. If it's at the lower level, you have to discard two dice and then it's auto cast at a power level four. Okay. So then the person the other person has to dispel at a power level four. Which and is uh Yeah. You, get, you, like, you don't get you get a plus one and you have to roll four, so it's like still risky. Yeah, yeah, so you, basically, you're, if you want to be sure, you have to roll two dice as well. So yeah. it's a trade-off. Otherwise, you risk it and you roll one dice. 
or you cast you discard three dice and that's the higher level so that's a nine or an eight or whatever yeah. the bounce spell is cast at and then you have to roll that value so in, instead of rolling for it you have to you just discard the dice and then it's up to your opponent to try and dispel it yeah I, I really like that change actually. Yeah. Uh, I like. I played with a lot of bomb spells in the current Undying Galaxies uh, lists, and it's. Uh, I mean, it's it sometimes is really which, good. Which which bomb spells, Casper? I I've, I've played well the Ring of Fire because it's the best item in one point three. Yeah. Hands down. It's not there anymore. Yeah. I can tell well, you that. it's okay. That's the, like it should not be there anymore. And <laughs> uh, and then I played two giants with uh, cosmology spells, which are like magic missiles, and then the casket as well as well. So that's like four. Four or five bomb spells a turn, yeah. and it's really frustrating because you know you have to use one die to make it worth casting. Because if you're using two dice and then the guy is uh, dispelling it with one or something, yeah. it's uh, it's just worthless basically. Yeah. What you're trying to do, and it's always very like you know those turns where nothing goes off happens yeah. quite often to be honest. So so now with just plus one to dispel and bounce spells, it makes it more viable. Yeah. And and it auto casts as well, so. Yeah, that's and, really cool. And you still need to use two dice to get rid of it, to be sure. Yeah. yeah. So we, we quite like, I think we quite like this change in general. I haven't actually cast a bounce spell. I've only tried it one game and I didn't. So there's a, there's a new there's a new magic item called Vambraces of Lightning, which is a, a 2d6 strength 3 bounce spell. So basically in place of the Ring of Fire. Yeah. yeah. That seems decent. So I, I've been using, I used this in my last game. And so I was like using What's it. What's the range? That's the big 24. Question. Oh, okay. Please it's not 36. No, <laughs> it's, it's, a light, it's a lightning spell. So yeah. I think but it's, it's weaker against war machines. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, but was, 20, 24 inches. Stupid. So, stupid. so th this bounce spell was, I've used it a few times. And like sometimes it was dispelled. Because it's only strength 3 and no AP. It was like, nah, okay, you just leave it. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's like a small damage spell. It, it can be useful. I like the other bounce spell. The pl which was that? The plus one to hit one? Plus one to hit one. What's, yeah. this, what's it called, Patrick? What's uh, it called? I, I have no idea. I, I saw the item name once. I think it's called Sigil of... Plus one to Something. hit. Awesomeness. Something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a 4-9 bounce spell, and it yeah. gives one unit within 12, I guess. Plus one to hit. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Really, really cool. I think this you can, is like a common magic item. I think yeah, you so can every make like a, a really cool list now yeah. if you like you just take bomb spells and then every magic phase you're just like okay everything's cast. Just decide, <laughs> you, you decide what to spell. Like I'm not gonna roll any dice. That's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But th th I mean that that's kind of the new thing. And there's uh, also one more change as Casimir or Patrick um, mentioned is the miscast is slightly different. So when you miscast instead of rolling two sixes. You miscast on any triple. So I guess somebody has number crunched this. I would like to see like a, yeah. I know this Necreep uh, guy did the the, the past like he yeah. did all the percentages for yeah. every dice you could roll in magic face. But uh, so so really nice to see what the percentage. So is. In, in my opinion, this is really good because I hate it when you're rolling two dice for a spell and then you like stumble upon a double six and you're like fuck I have just... to roll an extra die and fuck then yeah. yeah I miscast that by accident I was expecting like a 9 or a 10 or a 7 or yeah something. I always expect a 10 when yeah. I roll two dice yeah. <laughs> when, when you roll two dice come on you know so so it kind of like it takes that random element out of it a little bit more so I, I, I don't know the well. no, I 
really. Right? I don't know the numbers. Uh, it's hard to but draw it, but a triple. It, but it's draw a double yeah. six. Yeah, but it's impossible. It's impossible yeah, to miscast on two dice, which is good. Which is good, but I, I don't know the maths on three dice or more. Yeah, it would be really interesting to see because it's a. Uh, Every time it's like one of those effects which happens on any number, it's really hard intuitively to understand the chances, I think. Yeah, uh, I of, think of you, it's a lot harder to roll a triple than double six. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think it's not that much harder, yeah. that's the thing. Like, it, like, because you have so many chances because those all... Do you remember any, any time you'd roll a triple on three dice? No, but I remember. Exactly. <laughs> I remember taking statistics. But but if you're rolling four or five dice, for instance, yeah, yeah exactly. then, then it gets more so, likely, I guess. Yeah. So I guess Which it's gonna be a, at some point it's gonna tip over and yeah. you're gonna have a. Yeah, the curve is different. Yeah, the curve is different. Like five dice is gonna be more risky, but four dice is gonna be less risky. I don't know. I still can't remember when I rolled triple. Yeah, I'm not sure magic, in the magic phase. But but oh, you wrote it on your leadership test uh, with your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I never rolled triple on the leadership test. Yeah, okay. Never. Uh, yeah, but I think I rolled it once. Okay. But, but then again, if it's uh, like if it's less chance to miscut on free dice, I think that's good as well because it seems like. At least in 1.3, a lot of spells need the free dice to be cast reliably. But, but now the miscut is also like the old pure shades. You just go down the drain and you're gone. Said, like everything just. I'm not. I'm not actually sure what the new miscast does. I was just miss, I was just messing with him. I, I don't. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't read the rules. No, but, but what I no, mean no is, one's miscast yet, so yeah. we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but what I mean is that, uh, like, uh, if you're just casting like a medium level spell, you should be able to cast that without having a big risk of miscasting. Yeah, exactly. And right now, it seems like sometimes you just try to get some shit spell off, and you like you lose your wizard. You fuck yeah, up yeah. your face, and you yeah, kill your wizards. Or you yeah. kill half your unit. Yeah, or something, which especially is when you're elves and you're like, fuck, yeah, exactly. Tough as free. That's why you took the. Or elf in a river chariot. <laughs> that was a really good choice. Nobody took it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I have a tournament actually next weekend, and I'm considering using my new river chariot. You should take a mage in a river chariot. It's really powerful because you can also like kill small units. Yeah, yeah. He has D6 impetus. So so let's let's just talk about, let's, let's, let's just talk about this. Let's talk about this. One second, Henry. Can we do uh, in? For the bounce spells, do you still uh, automatic fail D spells on uh, one and two? When you, you cast, when you cast, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if you if you if you're casting or dispelling okay. on one and two, then you automatically fail. Okay. But, but if you if you fail to cast a roll and you roll a one on a dice, you get that dice back. If you're only yeah. rolling, rolling one die for the spell, no, 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 in general, what? that's like the so let, let's ever. let's say you roll three dice for a spell. And you d- and you fail to cast a spell, but you get like a one and a one and a two. Mm-hmm. Then you, the two dice that you get for a one, you get those back into your pool. But this is only when you fail to cast. So you can't write a lot of five dice, roll two ones, cast the spell, and get two dice back. No. <sighs> Sad times. <laughs> so, so maybe they thought about this before. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Why did they think? It's, it's like a. Like, it's called fizzle. Like the rule, like fizzle. I I think it's a shit name for a rule, but I guess they'll change it. So it's like when you're like, it's better. <laughs> it's it's better than shimmer and shine. <laughs> what? This is a high one elf item. It's called shimmer and shine. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's amazing. <laughs> So so basically, if you try, it's like it's like the the spray that you get, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 Mr. Muscle. 
<laughs> yeah, so I took this uh, highborn high elf lord on this very serious uh, stupid griffin and this uh, armor of forgotten kings and I think it's Shimmer and Shine also. <laughs> what? The shield of Shimmer and Shine. <laughs> We need more like that, more stuff like that in the game. Yeah, you know, you know when you, when you do your when you do your uh, your bromance makeup and you put some glitter on your eyes. This happens Does to be a and shine. It fits the high bones club so good. Little Edwards walking around, you know. I like it. Yeah, maybe it should be like a vampire thing. Oh yes, definitely. That would be the best. Like sparkle, it's like. A, it's a um. Yeah. I can't remember what I was saying before we got off topic. Off topic, we got on topic. Shimmer, 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 shimmer. This is what we should be talking about. <laughs> we, we have gin? We drank a whole bottle? Well, there's some left. I guess this is old something. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess yeah, Tower of uh, Chariots. Reaver yes. Chariots. Reaver yes. yes. Chariots. They are getting introduced in the moons. So, yeah, the Reaver Chariots. Everybody remember the Reaver Chariots? Yes, of course. So, I, I've just bought two new Reaver Chariots because I think they're going to be really cool in the new rules. Three wounds each instead of four wounds. That's fine. Because they get a uh, march rate 14 inches. But it all depends on points. Yeah, fourteen inches. That's cool. I, it, has that happened to all uh, charity? No, no, just no, reaver charges. Because it happened to not fourteen, but but to undying charges. Charges also got like extra march. Oh, okay, cool. I don't know. I don't remember how much, but it's. I think maybe ten, and then they move eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like the light, the light chariots kind of got that boost. That yeah, boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess reavers are also light. So. So I'm. I'm looking forward to having a unit of reaver charges on my flank. I think it could be really cool. So I've been, uh, I built a new Reaver chariot, and um, I've ordered another one from Games Workshop. Mm. So I'm gonna have three of them. But it's a mix of the old and the new chariot. Yes, it's a mix of the old and the new chariot. Well, well spotted, Patrick. Because I only run the old ones. Yeah, I I bought an old Actually, one I, for I fifty have... fifty kroner. The uh, the Nur the Nurl Merkel. But I have a, <laughs> I think I have an old one lying. Trying to speak Danish. The geeky flea market. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have I have one more lying around somewhere in some bits. I think I have four at home or something. I, I actually want to make it. I have three, so that's fine for me. So and I, and I need my, my champion player. Chair. I have four or something. <laughs> like, is, is the old one actually much worse? No, it's the like, new it, one it, is... It's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's it looks like fine. No right? it's it's models or yeah. the, the... No, 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 the models. The models, it looks fine. It's, the, it's pretty good. The old one is the best, yeah. of course. The best. So, like, actually, I think this one is the best because I combined it. Like, the old one and the new one. Yeah. So it's uh, I actually really like this one. I would yeah, if cool. I could do them all like this. I would do them all like this. So, so okay, perfect. which part is from the old one? Or which one? <sighs> okay, yes. Yeah, front is from the old one. This so from the new e one. everything is from the old one, apart from the sides of the chariot, which is from okay, the new so one. There's like these old horses with big flying manes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Size. and then like, like, the, like the dragon at the front. Yeah, I think it's cool. wrong that they don't have a plus one for the impetus with this big spear in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, mean impaling big stammer spear. I should agree, be, I have the it same. Should be, <laughs> it should be <laughs> one, one strength seven. Hits. One strength seven. Yeah, one strength seven. Yeah. Yes. We'll yeah. Uh, like, like one one yeah. problem that I can foresee from the Reaver chariots is that they're good, but they're not reliable enough when you're doing three d six impact hits or two d six impact hits. I mean, if you're rolling three d six, is a lot more reliable than one. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. No, no, You'll okay, end so up around nine or ten hits. So let me, like let maybe me tell one you about the toughest, toughest four with a five plus armor save. I think they're gonna get shot off, and you're gonna lose one. Well, or two. I mean, like, that's what uh, I've had in non-dynasties so far, and you're right. But the weird thing is that people respect them so much because people forget that they're light chariots. Yeah. They look at them and they see, oh, it's chariots. That's gonna be like three d six strength five plus one impacted or something. Yeah. And they just stay away. But in fact, it's maybe not that bad. But they don't think about that. But so it's, still, it's still really good. It's it's still potential uh, around nine or ten strength five impacted yeah. before you get to strike. Yeah. Which is very good. Which is really good. Also, but, hit. but also hits. Yeah. Also, magic hits. Ignoring, ignoring parry, ignoring or parry or anything. Yeah. But but talking about Agility, consistency. Ten. Yeah, talking about <laughs> consistency, though, we need to talk about like the the undying dynasties impact hits went from uh, so every time you have a unit of chariots with undying dynasties, everybody asks you like, oh, how many impact hits? Because back in another game, many many years do you, ago. Did you get a plus one now? Uh, well, yes, but uh, like b before, like in way way back in six editions of Game Workshop game, then it, you had D three impacted. So everybody still thinks it's D three impacted, but it's it's been D six for a long time. We but now it went back into D three, but plus one. So if you have three chariots, you're gonna oh, have to roll three D three plus three. Oh my god! <laughs> three three plus again. Three D three for a play. Horrible, horrible. Let's make it. rule changes. Classic, <laughs> classic three D three plus three. And we already have the memes ready for that. Yes. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. For fuck's sake. Like that's gonna that's so. gonna be really good. But but actually there's a there's an item which makes a chariot movement like are you put on a character? Pretty pretty frustrating. And it makes the movement of the chariots uh, like um, I don't know what's called now like ethereal or or something. It makes basically makes you ignore terrain. Okay. So you can have like a big chariot unit which is moving. Charging through a forest. Exactly. I actually don't. I think it's when charging as well, and I think you could like charge over impassable terrain, this kind of stuff. Like you can charge over anything, which is pretty pretty cool. I remember an old spell for the for, for when the army was called Hyles in another game, <laughs> where you could uh, move ethereally through terrain, and I used it once to move like a big block that was trapped. Yeah. Through a mountain? <laughs> like, nah, I'm not trapped anymore. Now you're oh, all of your army is uh, positioned really, really bad. <laughs> so fuck you. This is what nice. this is what I'm hoping for. Cool. So is that an item in the new yeah. rules? That's uh, it's been spoiled. And okay. I think I'm gonna try it tomorrow and see how it goes. Cool. So is is there any items in the new rules apart from that one that you think are really cool, or that you've seen spoiled? Uh, Anyone? Try to think of it now. Like I know they're they're well. I think in the Undying Dynasties they kind of that was the item which was like the cool one. Yeah. And then the other ones kind of. Like, do, you, do, you, do you want to just like go into that item a bit more? Yeah. So so basically, uh, before it was this item which gave your impact. It's of the like a guy on the chariot. He just got plus one strength and flaming attacks. I think. So it wasn't like it wasn't that good because you already paid for a chariot and then you paid for the impact hits to get just a little bit better. So. It didn't really like yeah. uh, pay off so much, but now they changed it. So, what he does is that he makes the uh, units uh, have plus two uh, march rate. I wow. Think. Okay. So and, like ethereal movement. So let's say it's like march ten or march twelve. Yeah, I think it's march ten, so it becomes march twelve with yeah. this item, and then they also have ethereal movement. And the big thing is that before you couldn't really run a big unit without having a, a, like a BSB with a stalker standard because 
like a big unit of chariots, and we all know that you know the terrain maps. They always have a field in the middle of the board. <laughs> so, so you could like you know you couldn't have that unit without having the BSB. And if you have the BSB, that he's you know like three hundred points, and that the character which does the killing is like five hundred points, and then the unit is eight hundred points. So it it just spirals out of control, and it's really large and all this stuff. But now you could probably have like a seven man unit of chariots put like a character in there with this item and he could go like you know maybe charging away doing stuff but uh, it, remain, it remains to be seen cool but it seems pretty cool i figured it opens up like new lists and uh that's... yeah so it basically makes the undying dynasty's chariots like more viable yeah definitely and especially in a unit with a character which yeah. is what you didn't have before yeah exactly and uh, and that's i mean like that that's why i think you look for in items like it's not just you don't just want to buy a strength sword right which just gets your character to be better you want something to change the armor list yeah so but is it only ignoring uh terrain or is it also in, uh, ignoring own models and stuff uh only terrain okay. i i this, this was the first thing i asked I, on the I, forum I, like, mm, I, so. <laughs> I was like charging over units yeah. <laughs> so it's almost as good as flying yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jonas? Have you seen any items that you think are really good this uh, new edition? I haven't seen anything actually yet. Uh, I've only seen the spoils on. Uh, uh, I saw some, but I really. I really don't remember anything that's really that game changing for the Burma Swarm. Okay. Uh, I think the the shield, the the I don't know, I don't remember the name of the buckler. Uh, uh, a shield that gives your opponent minus one uh, attack and you gain distracting. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's probably gonna be played, but it's all about the synergy tsunami and if yeah. you're actually gonna have a combat character, uh, like before, you, like in this edition, you don't have really a combat character on foot. Well, I don't, anyways. I only play the pendulum, um, so I don't know if I, if if a shield is gonna make it the difference, but uh, but perhaps uh, I have uh, expectations, but that. Depends on how the, the rest of the army book turns out anyways. Okay, so. and, how, and how about you, Patrick? Have you seen the items that you think will stand out in the new edition? Yeah, um, like I said before, the now I've seen the book, and there's an item for the Quaddle that makes him viable to play solo again. An ability? Well, no, it's a it's an item. An item, okay. Yeah, it's not a, not a, uh, I don't know what they call it, participants. It's an item that gives him better save. Yeah. But if he's caught in combat, he's just fucked. Like, <laughs> really fucked. So if there's like, if there's like two skirmishing uh, Empire guys running around catching him, he's dead. Fear me, fear me. No, you don't have to shoot him, you just have to poke him. And then, like, then he goes away. But does he get even more weak in combat then? Or, or... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But well, if, what, because right now. What does the item do? Gives him. What's uh, it called? I don't know. <laughs> I've seen the name once yeah, and I didn't pay attention to it. What, what, what do you think it's called? Shimmery Shine! Shimmery Shine! It's called. Uh, Mr. Muscle does a jump you <laughs> The Chicken Out Quaddle. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it gives him Aegis, which is the new water, yeah. two up against range attacks. And I, I think the, the Aegis goes away in combat then. Yeah, if it's something it's ranged, I think it's magic as well. Yeah, so it's against everything from 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 afar. It's two up save he gets, yeah. but if he's caught in combat, he has no save at all. Ooh. I think that's the item. Yeah. So if you, and I think it's a really really good way of bringing it back because the the single quaddle build has been gone for a while and yeah. it was really um, it was really good, 
because it uh, opened up opportunities to play a lot of different units differently in your army. So it uh, opened up yeah. a new playstyle. I, I guess he can like kind of play at the back on himself on his own. Give the leadership. Give the BSB. He doesn't have to be in a temple guard unit. He doesn't have to be in a Saurus unit. He can like be hanging around at the back, yeah. casting magic. And if you doing like, if you want your list to include something else than Saurus warriors and temple guards, this is an op- this is an option for you now. Yeah. And it was uh, in many other games before that. Many other editions of the other games. It was an option all the time, and it was really used a lot. Not because it was more powerful than anything else, but just because it was different, and it gave you an option to play your army in a different way. So now, a lot of the stuff they're bringing into the Saurian Ancient Army enables you to play it in a different way, so you, they open up a lot, enough, a lot of different builds now. Yeah. Just purely based on the new items they bring in, and a few other um, changes in the army. Yeah. And I think it's really nice, and it wasn't really that big of a change to make, but it makes a very big difference for the army. Mm. But now you have more than a few playstyles. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, nice. you can play your Quattle, like, rather than in a big block, you can play it on its own, or in a block of skinks, or... Something. I don't think it could go in skinks, because the base size will not match. So you, you think it can just go on its own in the back? Yeah. It, how, it, how would you actually play it yourself? I played it many times before in a, in a different game, yeah. <laughs> where it was possible, and it was really, really nice to just have, it, have him in the back. Yeah, and you just introduce. Um, uh, there was a guide on it. I think it was when it was called seventh edition or sixth edition. Yeah, it was a guide where you have your you have your charges, and then you have your random movement, and you have compulsory movement, and you have um, the remaining movements phase. Then you have introduce for yourself your own phase that's called protect the quaddle. <laughs> <laughs> so you check everything again and see. Is there anything that can make contact with the quaddle and make it go in, in close combat? And if your answer is no, then you move on to your uh, magic phase. <laughs> Otherwise, you change something. But it works really good and it's really fun to play. Yeah. So you're going to try this tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you should. Oh, Sounds good. How many wounds? Spoiler. How many wounds does you have? Four. Four? Okay, okay. So if Tim was four. Uh, uh, to Re- be resistance honest, four. I don't know his stats. <laughs> okay, that's but, as well. Okay. But b- before, it's gonna be a massive drinking game. With b- one before, <laughs> yeah. before, when this was this was an option, he had more wounds and higher toughness. Now he's reduced in resilience, and he has fewer wounds, and he has worse uh, defensive skills. So he's worse off in so many ways that if he gets caught, he's dead. Okay. And even if he's not dead, you break him. Yeah. Like, how would you feel if you know Henry does a hail mary and he shoots his archers at him and he scores, you know, like five hits or something, and then you just die for once? That would be horrible. <laughs> but it's still an option. But with the new line of sight rules, it's oh, easier to hide him. Is he is he infantry now? I haven't read the rules, so I don't yeah. know. But he's he has some weird rules now. He's extra tall or something like that. So he's probably large. Uh, head size, over, yeah. yeah it's I, like I guess probably. it's just uh, like he's infantry, but he can see over other infantry yeah. stuff. Okay, we'll see, we'll see tomorrow. We need to read the rules. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so round to me. Um, magic items that I've seen that I think are really cool. Uh, I love Gun Kings. <laughs> ah, that's okay. I think the my favourite item, the one that I'm most looking forward to, is the new Rhymer Banner. Devastating Charge. But so, the old Rhymer Banner was really good, right? Yeah, the old, now, the old changed. Rhyme, the old now you can have three of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. So now you can oh, have no. yeah. So the new Roman banner is slightly different in that it can be taken on core units. So I can have a unit of spear elves, which gains swift stride and plus one strength and plus one AP on the charge. Wow. 
Okay. So that means I have 21 attacks, a strength 4 with plus 1 AP, so AP 2, which is like the perfect kind of combination, I think. So lots of attacks with strength 4, like high AP and hitting on a good value. Yeah. And swift stride, which means I'm not guaranteed the charge, but I movement 5, or advance 5, and I can get a good charge, good charge on. I guess other infantry units. Yeah, exactly. So this means that, say, like, Spear Elves are now, can now fight something like Orcs, or can fight Dwarves, or can fight Chaos Warriors. They now, like, have a fighting chance against these units, rather than just standing there and getting grind down. And even I mean, if they all sprout Spears as well. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> then they just went 5, and I'm piercing 4, and just gonna... Yeah, <laughs> but I still strike first if I charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm agility six, mm. and that's why it's good because I have swift stride and I can now charge. But if they charge you, you have agility seven. <laughs> so still strike first. But I'm only, <laughs> but I'm only strength three. Uh, that's oh, yeah. So it like I, I really like this banner. Yeah. Because it allows my core units to be functional, but I have to be aggressive. So that's just, that suits my playstyle. So does that open up uh, more of a playstyle towards uh, the what's it called now the the sea guards? What's it? What are they called now? Sea guards still? Sea guards? Yeah. Sea guards? Uh, no, because the sea guards suck, <laughs> <laughs> and they're not point sufficient. They got a really nice cool rule, okay. but it's a load of wank, and I I'm still <laughs> I'm still gonna use the spearmen over the sea guards because okay. they're cheaper. There was one iteration of the game where the sea guards were like all powerful. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. It's not this iteration. Yeah. No, but I also it was remember like it, so. zero point nine or something that they yeah. were really really good. Yeah, because they were like cheap and uh, just they, they did everything they well. Two two points more, two points more than the spearmen, and then you get the bow as victory rules and stuff like that. Like what? <laughs> and they got heavy armor and eight. Oh, so so and all this that stuff. this is a really good discussion. Let's 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 go into this discussion because the sea guard is like a weird unit. It's it's a spear elf with a bow. Mm. That's that's what it is. Mm. It's and all the elves in one elf, basically. Yeah. So it's a spear elf with a bow, mm. but the difference is that it gets plus one defensive skill, and it gets this like magic rule that when a unit within twelve inches, charge it gets charged, it can stand and shoot for that unit. So, so like almost like a supporting like an em- empire detachment yeah. rule similar, right? Which is sounds cool, yeah. but it's shit because it's strength three with no AP. That's not shit. Okay, okay. Look, okay. Put it this put it this way. What unit gives a fuck? All my units because I have low saves. Just one. <laughs> just one week ago, you argued how good strength three shooting was under skinks. <laughs> so this is because it's cheap. No, it's not cheap. How many points is unit skinks? <laughs> points for fifteen shots of strength three. Yeah, this but is, the, this unit. This unit is like <laughs> points. Fine. So almost one point five times the price for ten shots of strength three. And you can counter charge with spears. Yes. And spears are better now. In the flank. And you have better stats all over, and better armor save, and better everything. Like same a, same tw- armor save. So basically 20 guys no, guarding your no, flank. No, better armor save. You have 5 plus, right? 6 up with a bow. You don't have light armor? Or like I only have light armor. Yeah, but you have shield, right? No, it goes away with the bow. Yeah, oh, okay. Anyway, so if you have 20 and guys... The, the 170 points is not with the bows. You have to pay like... 
ton of points for the Bulls, so they are like more, than, more over than two hundred points. Really? Okay. Yeah. So it's not that big of a difference, except that your sea guards are like statistically better at shooting, and fighting, and everything. Just five less wounds. So basically, you bring out you bring out twenty guys uh, who guards your flank and support shoots when your opponent uh, charges your main blocks, and then you support charge afterwards. And, uh, and statistically, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still, still, still more point still efficient sold than the skin gashes. I still don't think they, I think they're way too expensive. Like, who the fuck brings skin gashes? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because they suck. But I'm just saying yeah, exactly. that. But like you have this like weird unit that that is is it like a defensive unit so it's up because it has the higher defensive skill it has defensive skill right five right mm. so it's like a defensive unit which shoots and helps your other units shoot because it like supports them when they get charged but doesn't maybe does one wound probably doesn't do anything so you you pay a premium price for this unit like the, the way i can see you using this unit is by getting like unit of 15 and protecting your war machines because when they get charged by the like the shitty chaff units you can stun and shoot you're gonna bring it you're gonna bring 15 or 20 guys and then you're gonna position your chaff just like you know just on the edge so when the, your opponent charge your chaff you take a shot afterwards you flee with your chaff uh, so they get behind your own units afterwards you shoot them again and if they want to charge your sea uh, guards then you shoot them again that's a really good point yeah. So, so you just bring out something it's really uh, powerful with with like uh, the like fast shit. cavalry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you have fast cavalry to block the opponent's units, and when the fast cavalry flees and he has a failed chart, you still get your stand and shoot, and you get your counter chart, and the chef survives. Yeah, I mean, you also think about and move up front again. I mean, there's and, and, and they can move in front again, and you can move <laughs> all over again next turn. Yeah, it's like, I mean, why are you complaining? It's if you're saying, actually, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's overpriced. You're paying a little bit extra to get extra shooting from your unit. Like, how 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 much is double the double the shooting worth? Yeah, but, but I think a lot of units which are dual purpose fall into this trap, right? That they're, they're either so yeah. cheap that they're extremely good and they just, like, you know, you take them yeah. no matter what, or they're overpriced and you never take they, them. They, they, they didn't really do one job well. Yeah, exactly. But, but then again, like, if you have a cheap unit... being jack of all trades. Yeah. yeah, but if you have a cheap unit which is jack of all trades, then you're always going to take yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I think they should... I mean, we, we've seen the points cost, but they should... I don't know be, what they cost. Yeah, they, just they, yeah maybe but they should just be like a little bit cheaper. I mean, and also, to be honest, sometimes, uh, I don't know who talked really about it, but so, like, somebody talked about this thing where, uh, maybe it was on the Thundercock podcast, where they talked about the fi- fact that a lot of times it's just perception, because we were talking about now that there's, you know, ways to make this perhaps do something yeah but the perception is that it's too expensive so nobody actually tries it right but it's a really good idea Jonas has with yeah. the you're moving up your yeah. reverse because, and, and then fleeing, flee yeah. and you shoot shooting and like then. if they let's say you pay a premium for them but they can um like play the role of your spear block and you still get to stand and shoot when your chef flees yeah. yeah. Then maybe it's not that bad actually. actually and there's still a lot more defensive with defense skill five. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean there's a lot of units which actually care. Like I'm just thinking well, about would you have like multiple units of twenty or how would you run them? I, I haven't seen the book, I don't know. But yeah. maybe yeah, maybe you have two units and you have two chaff units, yeah. and when they run, you just choo, 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 choo. Yeah, can you? But you can only yeah, you can only do this once a phase, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But no, because I, I just imagine like I imagine if I'm playing against that and I have for example uh, like a necroguard death star, yeah, and you have to charge the chaff because it's in the way, yeah, and then people get to stun and shoot even if it's just strength three. I mean, you're toughest four, but you have a six plus save. 
Yeah, th- so, I think that's a little different. That's a very situational. Yeah, of course it's very situational. But I mean, what I mean is that there are units which are going to care about this kind yeah. of stuff where it's like you're going to kill okay, everyone. Okay, okay. Let, let, let's, 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 really let's look at this mathematically. Let's look at this mathematically. Like, okay, they're charging, so it's minus one. So that's a hitting on a four plus. Yeah. Assuming it's short range. Yeah, probably fives. So probably fives. Say fives. So that's like even if they get twenty shots with volley fire or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if they do. Let's let's say they get twenty shots yeah. uh, like maximum. That's hitting on five, so that's seven hits. Yeah. And that's like two or three wounds, maybe two, maybe one dead. Yeah. But what are you taking? Okay, so so one one currently... extra guy for like a point a rule that costs you. Four points per model. So you're currently you're taking uh, how many Maybe spear units instead? Like how many spear units are you taking currently in your core? In my core, in my high elf one. But if the difference is that okay, you're like of, a big one. But, yeah, it, but one say, say one. you were taking the it, like realistically in the in the new rules and taking two or three units with spears with the okay. banner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. The banner, I guess, will yeah. make a difference. I'm gonna take two, say, probably two units with spears. I, two I guess units of twenty. How I'm imagining this is that say you're having a list where you're taking that kind of a style of list where you have many small spear units yeah. or something like that, which yeah. are are your core like. Replacing those spear units with Seagull units, like, are you losing a unit or like yeah. how? So, so realistically, what's going to happen is in my core, instead of taking two spear units with the banners to give me Swiss Rider yeah. and plus my strength, I'm going to take one Seaguard unit and change the other spear unit for like maybe a Reaver unit or maybe a, C- a Silver Home unit or maybe like yeah, extra like, archers or something like that. But maybe, yeah, maybe it's really good if you, when you play with them. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But it I would you... rather have two spear units with the banner. Yeah, but maybe some spells will make them really nice. I don't know. Or just uh, swinging like a... Uh, I, I played a guy against a guy like uh, a couple of months ago who played uh, 40 or something uh, uh, uh and it worked very very well because, yeah. well, he made the alchemy, bone, uh, the alchemy combo with yeah. uh, all flame, the stuff. Flame yeah, flame and stuff. Uh, and I think it worked out very well, uh, very well. But uh, so I guess it could work out as well. And now you just get the additional bonus of uh, gaining uh, forty shots with your bows when your opponent charges your chaff in front of you and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you have a unit of, of forty, okay. and if you charge your chaff, get shot to pieces. Yeah, it's just an additional bonus to your spearman units. So if you yeah. have a big block of, you just increase the point by like a hundred points or something, and suddenly. They have uh, something like five or six uh, shooting attacks with uh, with strength three uh, per, per model because yeah. like and it gets, gets probably two it gets easier to stuff. play off against an avoidance army because all of a sudden your combat block oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, also sure, shoots sure. like ma- still, match of dependent yeah. it you could still, be really you still good. have a combat block maybe it's not you're not that that far behind compared to normal spearmen that is still worth it but I guess it depends on style again yeah. against other elves it's amazing yeah. yeah. But like against anything else, it's like meh. I I think the problem probably is that you're an aggressive player. Yeah. And they probably not suit. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't so. it doesn't suit my playstyle because yeah. I'm a super aggressive player. So. But but it I seems like there could be a way to make it work. But for high one else, I guess with the new changes to spears, for instance, I think uh, probably you'll see the silver helm, <coughs> the silver helm list back. Uh, this uh, what you call it, the high ball nances list. <laughs> Lances, Sorry, I'll bring yeah. down that one. <laughs> Uh, the high one lances. I have a have a character in here which is getting ready to get made, so I can play a high one lancer mm-hmm. bus. You don't have a mounted character. I have one, but uh, I have an old school one which I want to 
paper. I have two or three old school ones, and I have like special bases, and I have like a shit ton of them. Yeah, but you have what is it like ten million points of sorry nations as well? So okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what what, uh, what I want to do now to close off the podcast? Yeah, make it ten thousand point game. I want to do a hobby section oh. because Patrick has been doing some hobby. Oh. <laughs> So Patrick, uh, what hobby have you been doing this month? I've For the, made... the first time in in a year. In ever. Ever. In ever. <laughs> when I... was the last time you did a hobby? Before this month? Never. <laughs> <laughs> very, very easy. <laughs> never. The last time you did a hobby, I think, was when we got really drunk and you painted that snake swarm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's hobbying. It's just. Uh, <laughs> it was compliance. <laughs> <laughs> Had to comply with the tournament painting rules. <laughs> Rasmus gave me uh, a plastic toy dinosaur a couple of years ago for my birthday. Like a joke? That's like a good birthday right there. Yeah, right there. I'd be so happy with the toy dinosaur. I actually gave it two. So I had to go to a tournament and I needed a stickersaw. So I said, uh, well, let's do this. So I put the plastic dinosaur on a base (laughs) and uh, put some trees on it and some some rocks and some some painting and some dry brushing and different layers. You also put like a skink and and a skink and like the old uh, Tixi Quixi Raider champion (laughs) thing. That's really cool. Good good pronunciation. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, a lot of different like grass and some lichen stuff. So a lot of different uh, colors of green textures. and a lot of textures and stones and yeah trees. So it looks like this uh, dinosaur is coming out of the jungle, turning his, his head, and then the the skink raider is like a little bit scared of this <laughs> huge dinosaur appearing and trying to run away. And then they're both looking at each other, and his spear is kind of pointing towards the dinosaur, trying to run away from it. And it looks yeah, pretty good. Cool. Like it mini, looks pretty cool. Mini diorama right there. Yeah. yeah, it's like a mini diorama model. And I was really afraid when I glued it together that the um, the base would be the the model the the metal dinosaur the Tixiwixi Raider is a little bit heavy and it's right on the corner of the base so the base is actually bending every time you move it. <laughs> so I was a little bit worried, but it worked pretty good. So you've actually done some hobby this month. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah, but I, I must say like that it actually looks it actually really, really cool. good. I really and like it. Like yeah. you know, it's it's a mold where you look at it and you know as you say it's a toy dinosaur. Yeah. But you don't think about that when you look at it because no. of all the effort, like the trees, the extra mole, you know, like all the stuff you put into it. You like yeah. you don't think about it when you see it. 
That's really nice. But I, I just dug into the old terrain case I had. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew I had some trees in the bottom and I found them and I was like painting it and yeah, it worked. Jonas, have you done any hobby this month? I haven't been doing hobby stuff in like a year or something. I, th- I think yeah. firstly, we should say congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, uh, you just got married? Yeah, I just got married like uh, a month ago or something like that. Yeah. And, now, yes. and now I'm doing my thesis, uh, my master's in, uh, Your in, thesis? Sports, in sports psychology. Yeah. So, uh, uh, congr- so congratulations for well, everything's kind of busy though. So. And, uh, <laughs> getting you know baby making and all that shit. Yeah, in time. Casimir, <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. how about you? Have you done any hobby this month? Yeah. So my hobby was basically uh, before Giant Fanatic, I had like a really really intensive painting session, and then I didn't do anything <laughs> until one uh, week before the tournament last weekend. Well, you decided <laughs> to repaint it, your whole army. Yes, I, I decided to repaint all my bases because because again like uh, the people complained about my bases or, or gave me advice about my bases that uh, they weren't Complain. matching the army that well. So as a stupid guy, so, I, let's let's I go. Just, let's let's talk about this a bit more. Yeah. So, you have an un, uh, like you have a like an amazing underdynasties army. You. You're like Thank your you. army is like fantastically painted. Thanks. But your bases were kind of shit. They, they no, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say they were shit. But they, but you, what you did is you you, it's like sand bases with bone, like soldiers. Yeah. So it kind of. It kind of took away from like the the what how well you painted the army was kind of taken away from the bases because they were almost the same color. Yeah. So I, I think for me, like uh, when I started that army many many years ago, I like the idea was actually to make it a very quick project. So yeah. so I just like slapped some sand on there. I painted some bone. I decided well, it's in the desert, so it has to be like a yellow deserty color. So yeah. I just painted it yellow, all the bases. And I didn't really think about it, but then. As somehow it always happens in all my projects, I just started spending more and more time on anything, and then in the end, it started to be this like really, like time intensive, well painted project. So, yeah. but I never improved the bases. Like yeah. I just, I just kept them the way they were because so, that's so the easy the, part. So. so, so from my point of view, the bases were kind of a similar color to the skeleton, like the skeleton bone color. Mm. And and so, not not that not that they were badly painted, but you kind of lost. You lost some of the, like how you you lost like the in, like how good the skeletons were, because they were kind of hidden from the bases. Yeah. So what did you do to kind of bring that out a bit more? Yeah. So so I I actually like painted I think uh, twenty or so bases in different colors and I looked <laughs> at it and the, in the end like I I was trying to resist changing it too much because I didn't want to spend the time and the effort and like uh, avoiding to paint over your 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 old models with the new color and so on, but in the end I went for the most different color of all the ones I tried. <laughs> so I, so I went from like this yellow bleach sand, sand color. color to like a red sand color instead, like a dark. Uh, orangey red more clayish yeah, yeah definitely and i i looked a lot at a lot of pictures of uh, like uh, the desert in uh, arizona yeah arizona and uh, like some place i think it was some places in africa as well but i don't remember the names now but there was like uh, there's a lot of red deserts apparently yeah <laughs> i didn't know about that but, uh, but uh and, but i think it's it turned out very well but yeah it was it was like it's very time intensive repainting your bases when you when you really don't want to mess up like the feet of your miniatures because like for me i know that if you're really careful yeah like my my feet are like you know 
something like five to ten layers of paint and if uh. i if i paint over that then it's just like okay go back do everything again and yeah. that's gonna take like hours to, yeah. to fi- fix Re- so, them all, yeah. yeah so so that was like very very time intensive repainting the basis so so but I, but you did it and it yeah. looks really good like you you're actually really close to winning the best painted at the tournament last weekend yeah i think uh you were like two votes away or one vote away or something so so obviously it made a big difference to yeah. how people saw your army. Yeah, so I think, I'm very I think it, happy as well. Like I think yeah. it, they're all fair enough. So basically, basically, what you did is you made you made from you went from like a yellow sand to like a red sand. Yeah. And that that like brought your like kind of like made your army pop a bit more. Yeah. For, it gave you more contrast between the the bases and the models. Yeah. So that that's like a really nice tip. So if if you're if you're basing an army. Um, and and the basing is similar color to what the models are, then maybe you want to kind of think about that in a different way and try to make the models pop a bit more out of the bases. Yeah, I think in general, like just thinking about bases when you make a, a project, because that's something I, I never used to do to be honest. Like I, I usually just thought about what like what's the model I want, what's the conversion, this kind of stuff, how do I want to paint it, and then the base is just like yeah whatever. Secondary, yeah. Just like just get it done. I don't really care. But but in the end, they actually like when you look at the model from afar. The base stands out almost more than the mold. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Is, uh... I think they're so important. Like I, I like my vampire, my vampire army that I just been building. Um, I I built the whole like I built a third of the army already, and then Christopher was like, "You should just do snow bases on these guys because it would like make them stand out more." I was like, "Okay, well, I'll try it on one base." I was like. This is really cool. And then, <laughs> I, I, then I did it on the whole army, and I was like, "Wow, this is awesome!" Yeah. It just like made them stand out really really a lot because they're quite dark and then the bases were kind of white because yeah. of the snow and then that made the contrast even better so it kind of made them stand out even more so i think like the basing of the army is actually quite important yeah. how how they kind of look on the tabletop yeah Definitely. i like the goblin green green flag. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> yeah that, that was actually like a, a... From, from when you put the flock on the side of the base oh also. yes <laughs> Yes, yeah. that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> like a like my my high elf high born elf army, that that was like base like goblin green on the edges and goblin green on the top and then flock on the top, yeah. and now I'm like since since uh, since ninth age has come, I've like been painting the edges with brown, and then putting extra flock on to make it like slightly different to like give a bit of depth yeah. and putting some like just just to kind of bring it out like try just try my best. Because there's no way I'm doing my whole army like again with <laughs> different bases, but like you, you say extra that now. <laughs> no, but, but that's actually something uh, which I also didn't think about before. Like I, I used I to literally have, like, have the golden green paint. Uh, <laughs> me too. Like, I used to I used to have like a re- really uh, bright edge paint on my bases, and then I changed it to black, and it also just like changes yeah. the army completely. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. How it looks. I, when, I, I, when I made the um, the stick you saw diorama. <laughs> the, that's what you're calling it <laughs> the metal skin rider fell off because I moved it too soon and the, the the glue wasn't dry then I chipped one of the claws from the from the cold one or the horned one I was like I'm not gonna paint it 
So I just put, <laughs> I put a tuft in front of it, so nobody can see it, and it was all done, and it looks really good. <laughs> I'm gonna look for that the next time. Yeah. I, I kind of do the same actually. Like I had I had one come up to me and say, yeah, and that one right there looks really nice. The way that I do my vampire bases is like I dry brush, I like paint green. Then I dry brush with brown. And what looks shit, you put grass. And then the one, exactly, the ones that look, that look shit, I put snow on. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can't see the shit bits. Yeah. That's perfect. perfect. That's what I did also. Well, this looks bad. We put some some uh, stuff here, some green stuff here, and some grass here, and some grass there. <laughs> so uh, just, to, just to kind of uh, round off the ho- this hobby section. Um, I've been building um, some uh, Reaver Chariots, or a Reaver Chariot, that I bought from Null Merkel, the nerd market. (laughs) The geek geek fleece? The geek geek market. Last week, it was 50 krona, so 5 quid, and uh, I bought a chariot, so I, I built that. Because I wanna I wanna play with a unit of three in the new in the new edition. I've been um, I've been building a new corpse cart or a mm-hmm. cadaver wagon, let's say. It's probably drink. <laughs> have you seen the rules for that? Yeah, of course. You yeah, have. so um, it's like a little bit white, like a bigger base. So I built 60 a new times hundred. Yeah, sixty by hundred. So oh. I built a new base for that. And so then, this one is a lo- too small. Yeah, well the base is just there. Okay. Yeah. So I built the base for that and. Uh, Patrick's just uh, checking it out now. Uh, I I painted the zombie horse. Uh, so you used a lot of snow on this base. You made many mistakes. <laughs> so are you? I think I, I think it's from uh, Reaper Miniatures. I, I I'm not sure actually where it's from. I think it's I bought it from Rasmus. He mm. he gave me it. Um, I like the horse. Is yeah. It, the horse? it looks a little bit underfed. Yeah, no? it's a it's a zombie horse. It's a yeah, that's what I mean. It needs more feet. Is, is it from Reaper or is it from? And, and also the the gut is falling from. out of it. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it doesn't look healthy at all. Yeah, it's a zombie horse. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a cadaver wagon from. I'm gonna say Reaper. I'm not sure it's Reaper. And this guy just woke up from his sleep. Yeah, so it's like the the new rules for the cadaver wagon is like it gives a regen regen save to everything within six inches. Mm-hmm. So it's a, bit, a little bit like the old uh, altar. But it's a bit more interesting. So that's annoying that spears don't negate regen save if on yeah. horse cavalry. Anything. Sometimes. But they were only lethal strike against cavalry. Do they get plus two AP. Doesn't matter against regen. No. <laughs> I got stuck in a unit with regen last tournament. I hate regen save. <laughs> <laughs> and now um, you'll be able to take three. I, I, al- I also finished painting my BSB for my Vampire Covenant. Mm? Which is like a... An old Von Karstein BSB. I I'd already painted one side of the banner, but I finished the other side of the banner. So now I have both sides are painted, almost. So Looks nice. Are both sides the same? or do Yes, you both sides are almost the same. Oh, I always find that like the worst part of freehanding, like trying to make both sides look similar. Yeah, so both sides are almost almost That's similar really now. Good. So... Uh, I just have consistent. to do, yeah. I just have to do the writing on it. And I was wondering, I was gonna put a skeleton on it, but I'm not. So are you going to make spelling mistakes again? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I did last time. Was it like uh, yeah. Dragon of Guard? Yeah. What? I remember like that. That was one of the first things like I knew when I came here the first time. You told me about the spelling Okay. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I, I spell von von Karstein correctly. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. 
Maybe uh, it's uh, one car stone. <laughs> so um, dialect. I think, no. I think, I think we've, I think we've uh, exhausted the podcast for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else want to have anything else? Does anyone have any, anything else that they'd like to say before we uh, say goodnight and get drunk? 1.3 socks, 2.0 rocks. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Bring on the new edition. Bring out the new edition. Yeah. We want it now. We're we're all very excited. I want it now. <laughs> I want to say 3D free plus free. Many, many times. <laughs> 3D free plus free. Casimir, what rules uh, have 3D free plus three right now? Uh, well, it's the casket, obviously. And, and the chariots. It's the chariots. <laughs> the chariots. It, it's still sad that we, there wasn't there isn't a spell anymore. Because before, like in 1.2 or 1.0, whatever. Okay, okay. There okay. was a spell ju- as well. Ju- just for funds, funsies, here's a dice. Okay. You're going to roll this three times really okay. fast. And, and you're going to calculate 3d3 oh, no. three plus 3. Okay. Okay. Really fast. 1, one. plus 2. 2 plus, plus one. 1. That's uh, 6. 7. 7. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs>